Hello and welcome to Healthy Bites. My name's Dr. Ron Ehrlich. This is a new uh, segment for this year where we are going to have a short uh, episode uh, which highlights either the podcast of the week, a past podcast or a story that has come up that I felt I wanted to share with you. I wanted it to be positive. I wanted it to be uplifting. I think this is a really important part of our weekly routine to try to do just that. So I hope you enjoy Healthy Bites. Hi, Dr. Ron Ehrlich here, and this week uh, we're exploring the theme of pessimism. Now, you know, it's not hard to feel a little pessimistic as we're bombarded by a constant array of bad news. And, you know, there's no shortage of bad news to be had around the world. But uh, so uh, I thought it'd be really interesting to do a program on pessimism. And in particular, uh, this week's guest is Dr. Natasha Moore from the Center for Public Christianity. Now, um, I've met Natasha uh, several years ago. She worked as a research assistant at uh, UNSW in the Department of Learning and Teaching. Uh, she had recently completed her PhD at Cambridge and uh, she actually worked as a research assistant for my, my wife at UNSW and I had the pleasure of meeting Natasha who is just a lovely individual and then when she wrote a book called The Pleasures of Pessimism as she moved from UNSW to the Centre for Public Christianity um, then uh, that was an opportunity for me to talk to her about the book that is very accessible. It's a it's a re- relatively short book, but it's uh, well worth a read, and it's beautifully written. And we talk about pessimism and the pleasures of pessimism, and highlight the fact that maybe things aren't as bad as they as we really think they are. And we reference the work of uh, a Swedish uh, medical practitioner, epidemiologist, statistician. Uh, who has written a wonderful book called Factfulness, who explores um, how bad things really are. And it actually offers a 13-questionnaire, well, a 13-question questionnaire to assess how on the ball you might be as an individual or we might be as a country at assessing how good or bad things really are in the world. Now, it's probably worthwhile just referencing that uh, questionnaire and just highlighting a few of those questions to give you a taste of what we discussed in that podcast. Is old. How many children will there be in the year 2100, according to the United Nations? 4 billion, 3 billion or 2 billion? The UN predicts that by 2100, the world population will have increased by another 4 billion people. What is the main reason? There will be more children aged below 15. There will be more adults aged 15 to 74. There will be more very old people aged 75 years and older. How did the world, how did the number of deaths per year from natural disasters change over the last 100 years? The choices, more than doubled, remained the same, increased to less than half. Sorry, let's just go back there. Decreased to less than half. Sorry about that. Um, There are roughly 7 billion people in the world today. Where do they live? 
and it gives three choices. One billion live in America, one billion in Europe, one billion in Africa, four billion in Australia and Asia. I don't think that's right. One billion in the Americas, one billion in Europe, two billion in Africa, three billion in Asia and Australia. Two billion in America, one billion in Europe, and one billion in Africa, etc., etc. So, you you know you got to pick where most the majority of people live. How many of the world's one-year-old children today have been vaccinated against some disease? Is it twenty percent, fifty percent, or eighty uh, percent? Question ten: Worldwide, thirty-year-old men have spent ten years in school on the average. How many years? Have women of the same age spent in school? Nine, six, nine years, six years, or three years? Question 11. In 1996, tigers, giant pandas, black rhinos were all listed as endangered. How many of these three species are more critically endangered today? Two of them, one of them, or none of them? How many people in the world have some access to electricity? 20%, 50% or 80%. And finally, the global climate experts believe that over the next 100 years, the average temperatures will get warmer, remain the same or get colder. And then we assess the results and, uh, and, and that's um, then described as, uh, you know, the average score, by the way, the average score is 40% correct. So it's pretty clear, perhaps, that uh, the majority of people, certainly 60% of people, think the world is much worse than the facts tell us it is. Anyway, this episode is an opportunity to reflect on that and we have a great conversation about the pleasures of pessimism. I hope you enjoy it. And until then, be well. This podcast provides general information and discussion about medicine, health and related subjects. The content is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice or as a substitute for care by a qualified medical practitioner. If you or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately qualified medical practitioner. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions.